0: Today's episode is brought to you by our new bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com.
1: You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com.
0: Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe, from being a klutz to putting it in the butt with over (laughs) 2 million downloads. I'm your host, Maddox. With me, Nike Bolts, the audio engineer. Hey there, Maddox. And as always, my first-hand on staff moderator Rucker Ali. Yeah, welcome back to the show, you guys. We've got an exciting show today. A big debate, a contentious one, I think. It's about music festivals and whether or not they're overrated. And uh, coming up later after that is some headlines, as always. But first, I want to welcome our guest this week. She's a writer and a comedian. Caitlin Hall. Caitlin, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, I'm happy to be here. Hello.
0: Welcome, Caitlin. Caitlin has been writing articles regarding, what, dating? You would say dating advice.
2: Dating advice, millennials, society. I don't know. I haven't actually have not written one in a while. So you're,
0: you're young. You would Would you consider yourself a millennial?
2: I am, yeah.
0: Do you hate how much people are shitting on millennials right now?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think they make us out a lot to be a lot worse than we are.
0: Well, why don't you get over it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> got it. Got. It. I thought that the topic today was going to be music festivals and if they're stupid as shit or not. I thought that that was going oh, we'll to. Oh, we'll okay. get to that.
3: We'll get to that. Millennials okay. are impatient. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what What generation are you? Are you like the Vietnam generation? Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I'm not shithead. I am the nor. I would consider He's myself. He's a baby
3: boomer, rucka. Right. Yeah.
0: No. I- What's the <laughs> one before you know, that? No, no, Mikey. The greatest <laughs>
3: generation.
0: No, that's not. You're that's not World the greatest. You're not I the am greatest, greatest, gen- greatest generation. But I'm not from the greatest generation. That's World War II. Well, you know what you're doing. You know what you're saying.
2: How old are you? How old are you again? Like eighty?
3: Right? It's yeah. Like okay. 80. You know. what?
0: Start over, Mikey. Delete this episode. Delete everything.
3: Delete it all. She got you.
0: Yeah, real funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, millennials are shitheads, but here's the thing though. Yeah. I think I consider myself one because this is the generation I identify with. Okay. Every time every time I read a news article about millennials, it it says the age range is like 24 to 35.
2: I think it goes I I could be wrong about this, but I think it go, starts in 1999. I think it's 18 to 30 or something.
0: 18 to 30? Yeah. So you identify with 18 year olds? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) The ladies, I mean.
2: (laughs) <laughs> hey, ladies. Yeah, hey, ladies. Why don't you
3: just put those buttons farther away from each other every fucking time? <laughs> Maybe
0: I meant to, Rucka Is that?
1: An a- yeah. Is that an accident? Is yeah, it's you- not an accident.
0: Yeah, that's right, Mikey. Mikey Boltz, welcome back. Thank you.
1: Out thank on you vacation last week. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank enough. you for the moment of silence, Rucka
3: Yep. Yep. I appreciated that for sure. You missed the uh, amazing anniversary extravaganza. Oh yeah, it was nuts. It was not so you was, like, guys do we, what'd you guys do to celebrate
0: uh orgies okay. afterwards mm. yeah orgies and drinking actually so after last week, our guest last week was a sketch artist and uh, an animator and a musician named Robert Benfer mm-hmm. we went out for a drink which I thought was going to be a drink yeah uh, it turned out being multiple drinks throughout the night many, and many we drinks yeah many many drinks and we got home around midnight or 1 a.m and we hung out with psychic Pebbles the oh. animator. Yeah, he came out to hang out with us. What? Yeah. What
2: is he? Wow. Okay, don't he's millennials. We don't know anything. Yeah, that's true. You like... don't
0: correct. You don't know anything. Um, Psychic Pebbles is an animator, and he's so fucking funny. So he came out and he hung out with me and Robert, and he also brought his friend, who's a director from SpongeBob SquarePants.
2: What? Oh my
4: god. Yeah.
0: So it was a, just an amazing night, and we hung out all night, and it, and every one of us did something stupid or crazy. Um, so. The, the director of Spongebob was drawing sketches for us all night long. Sketches of, uh, you know, different characters. And at some point, he drew one that he wasn't very happy with. He threw it into this fire pit that we were at. And, and it kind of fell off to the side, and it wasn't burning. So that was disappointing. I was gonna, And then I tried to reach into it. I grabbed it from the flames, handed it to him, and he threw it right back into oh. the fire. Total waste of time. So that, that's my stupid thing. And then on our way home psychic pebbles sees a cockroach running around on the ground and he he bends over and picks it up and everyone's grossed out we're like dude what are you doing he goes oh, I, I don't know and so, <laughs> and so then he tossed the cockroach and no one wanted to like touch him the rest of the night and then robert on our way home there was this giant log a turd log on the sidewalk and we we're like hey look out for the look out for the poop and he just kicks it so we had uh, shit kicking cockroach grabbing Flame throwing all night long. It was just a crazy night. We had so much fun. But uh, anyway, how was your weekend?
2: Oh, so good. <laughs> so on the way in here today, yeah. I, already, I already told Maddox, but on the way in today, we were driving up the street. We saw Angeline. She had her new car. Her now explain,
0: new... for people who aren't familiar with Los Angeles or the lore of Angeline, tell okay. them who L'Angeline is. Angeline, uh, Angeline
2: is, yeah. L'Angeline. L'Angeline, yeah. L'Angeline is I, I don't know, was it the 80s? She was just a sugar baby, right? She was just an 80s sugar baby, just like this icon. And she Like a had, trophy wife, would right, you say? Right, and she yeah. had her sugar daddy buy those big billboards of her just laying and it just said Angeline and she's like this folklore of a woman that just drives around LA and her Bright pink Corvette. And so now people still spot. She is, she is not looking so good. Mm. She's. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, she has this bright pink Corvette. And people who come to Los Angeles, you they will spot Angeline driving uh-huh. around town. It's I saw her the other day too. Oh, you did? She, yeah, she parked outside <clears throat> a coffee shop I was at. And she usually has some. Like, hunky 25-year-old dude with her oh. at all times. Yeah. No, and she's the mama. She's the mama. And That's then, right. so
2: then after that, seconds later, we get on the freeway and we saw the Back to the Future DeLorean driving on the freeway.
0: That's so cool. There was a guy right. recently who got arrested. He wasn't arrested. He was written a ticket for driving 88 miles per hour in his DeLorean on the freeway. Is that
2: even... This, is that that's not that's, allowed?
0: No, that's definitely speeding. Okay. <laughs> oh how fast, <laughs> <mind. laughs> Caitlin? How fast do you think you can go in a car legally?
2: Uh, I've driven 120 miles per okay. hour. I got pulled over for 120 in my little Volkswagen. What? So. I know I was late. It was a mistake. I regret it all. I'm a
0: Volkswagen a going 120? What? Were you falling off a cliff? <laughs> Pretty sure that's a felony. I <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Think he would have gone to jail. Yeah. The
2: guy ticked me down. He put me at ninety-nine. Yeah, that's I what they. Crying
0: mm-hmm. That's what they do for girls. Yeah. Girls start the waterworks. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Guys I know. start the waterworks. to get punched in the face. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They book us at one twenty.
0: That's right. They, book us, and Bullshit. They, they bump us up, actually. They bump yeah. us up. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like us. You were
2: going 150. Yeah. yeah. It's the, so, red,
3: the Red Pill podcast right here.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. MGTOW. Yeah. MGTOW, buddy. MGTOW. So, Caitlin, you wrote this article a while back called How to Get a Girlfriend on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you have And um, you have Tinder tips because you get a whole bunch of creepers who are hitting you up all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you got this message on Facebook from a guy who said, "Um, how would you like to die as an opener? That was how he opened the...
2: Just constantly terrible, terrible things. I don't know if you saw the one on there, but this man messaged me hi 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 every day yeah and then and then it was do, would you like to see my penis hi hi <laughs> hi. <laughs> so it was you know so what I, did it look like Yo, i did not he tried to call i didn't i didn't answer he
0: called how did he get your number you
2: can call through facebook
0: oh facebook no, chat yeah, yeah that's you creepy can do
2: that i did not i did not answer but yeah there's constantly constant material it's good stuff
0: yeah wow. I, I and i especially hate how on snapchat the call button is right by the send button yeah so you constantly hitting call at like weird, weird times, weird hours with weird people. Cause sometimes when my fans send me snaps, uh-huh. you know, and it's all, it's mostly horses, horses and dogs. I fucking hate it.
2: Oh, because you hate horses and dogs. That's right. I,
0: you know, I don't hate dogs, but I hate dog lovers uh <laughs> which it's it's a whole thing we'll get into mikey's mikey's giving us don't a, a look here they're maddox Not yeah. oh today, wait maddox. okay so
2: you don't agree though
0: mikey's a dog boy I, I like okay that. me too i'm a dog girl yeah. i'm a yeah. dog girl oh dog boy and dog girl great I love why don't you two get married already
2: i will we will to your yeah.
0: dogs yeah. <laughs> yeah great i'm married to my dog mikey's mikey's dog In to be fair uh uh-huh. does look adorable. What kind uh, of dog what's is your dog's it? name? Athena. Athena, He's a little French bulldog.
2: Oh my god! How could you not like that? No, <laughs>
1: oh, I think he does
0: just a little, but I think he has an exception to the rule, uh-huh. just yeah. for Athena. Yeah, just for Athena. Have that's you right. ever
2: actually met a horse, though?
0: Yes, and they love me, and that's even more hilarious because all I can think about is glue. Oh
2: see... my god! <laughs>
0: I went to a wedding one time, and I dressed as a cowboy because I thought it was cowboy themed. Right. Turns out it wasn't. <laughs> I'm the only one there in like a cowboy shirt and a cowboy hat. I read it wrong. It was There was a reception at like a cowboy bar and I thought, oh, the wedding is cowboy themed. It is not. And so I showed up and it was uh, at a ranch uh-huh. and there were horses there and the horses were all gravitating towards me to the point where one of the ranch hands came over and said, don't feed the horses. I said, I'm not. She goes, why are they taking such affection to you? I'm like, fuck if I know because I hate them. And uh, they all came up to me. And then people thought I worked there. And because so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, you were
2: up. dressed Western style. Yeah. yeah.
0: They came up to me and they started to ask me questions about the horses. I'm like, yeah, we use this one for breeding. Uh, this oh, one's a stud God. right here. Yeah. And uh, we're about to put that one down. Oh, good. Get- <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, they're like,
3: oh, poor baby. I'm like, yeah. Say, say your goodbyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> maybe you would have been able to read the invitation correctly if you had graduated, yeah, mm. I, you know what, Raka, I am the foremost academic on this
0: show. That's a fact because these two dropped out from community college, no, man. and mm. I technically am a dropout. Did you graduate?
2: Uh, no, I'm actually still working on it, but I have my associates right now.
0: Oh and, she's got an associates. Mm. That's nothing. But, I am the foremost academic so yeah. you
2: have well, you're like you have a semester.
0: No, that I have, I finished. Missed, right, Caitlin, I finished the curriculum. Uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. I'm one test away from graduating. Yeah. So I am the foremost academic on the show. I am the most educated person in this room.
2: Okay, well, give me That's a fact. give me like a year, and then I'll finish my test. 1938. My we test.
0: don't have that time. You want another year? 1938 yeah. is the year that That's you gra- right.
2: that you're supposed to graduate.
0: Invite in, Yeah. <laughs> oh, that me? Yeah. No, I was. <laughs> I would have graduated in 2006. Sorry, I was too busy writing a New York Times bestseller. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Let's keep it moving. Moving on, though. We should talk about the debate from last week. What is the manliest haircut? That's the debate we had last week. Caitlin, before I tell you the answers or these mm-hmm. suggestions, what would you pick? What would you say is the manliest haircut?
2: You know, I... I've- As soon as you said manliest, for some reason, I thought very long flowing man (laughs) hair. And I think that's just because you're so comfortable with yourself and your sexuality that you could just grow your hair real long.
0: Great. Uh, Well, if you're so comfortable with your sexuality as a man, why don't you just grow some tits? Mm. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, The audience voted with a 73% vote. Bald. Yeah. Bald is the manliest. That's right. Bald. It was between bald and buzz cut. And then I asked them, what do you think after listening to the debate? And 85% said, buzz cut. Yeah. Oh. Wrong.
3: Buzz cut is not the right answer. Well, you did such a great job debating that they ended up changing their mind. You should be proud of that. Isn't that the point? Yeah, but I'm usually trying to persuade them
0: of my side of the argument.
3: But it's a debate. Who knows what'll happen? I'm <laughs> uh, Maddox. Nothing can go wrong.
0: Yeah, great. Yeah. I have, uh, speaking of nothing going wrong, I have some voicemail this week. The voicemail was, I'm going to say... Uh, ranging from garbage to hot garbage this week. Listen to the listen to this one. Here's uh, here's the first caller. Listen to this.
5: Maddox. Bold isn't a hairstyle. It, it's a lack thereof.
0: Mm. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, you bold bitch. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, you bald bitch. What an asshole. Yeah. How inconsiderate, how rude. Would you have to be to call into the host of the show and criticize him of being, and then and then calling me a bald bitch? (laughs)
2: Uh, I feel like he kind of has a point though. No, he yeah. doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look, does.
3: he has zero points.
0: Was
2: it, that the drilling Aussie? Is that no, that, that was, that was not the oh, drilling Aussie. Just someone that sounds. Yeah. If
3: uh, if if being bald was a sign of masculinity, would you take it personally? Like if he called up and said, "Hey, you big dick asshole, you fucking giant balls, you <laughs> yeah. fuck you asshole," like he wouldn't, you wouldn't fucking be offended by that.
0: No, and I'm not, and I get those calls all the time. Oh. But uh, anyway, before we move on, that
3: call. Oh, wow. Dude, Using that oh, yeah. on the fur Okay. Yeah, blowing your, of the week. blowing your load right now, speaking of big cocks. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see what the other voice Yeah, we'll say. see. Here's... You can only use that once per episode.
0: Well, we'll see about that. Here's another one. Sup, Maddox?
5: On the uh, comment of the apes being bald, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, a lot of scientists actually believe that the reason why we have balding is because when we were primates, kind of the big forehead was seen as a sign of intelligence. hmm oh. And that's why that... Balding gene has kind of stuck around because of genetics, so mm. long story short, you look like an ape.
0: Okay, again. Again, <laughs> shitting on your magnanimous host. Tell me I look like an ape. You know what? Douchebag of the week. That's right, he's the douchebag of the week also. Two
2: times. Two you douchebags it of the twice week. Already. Yeah. Fucking
0: assholes. And then I got this call. They they just keep coming. Again, hot garbage to garbage. Listen to this. <laughs> Hey Maddox,
5: I was listening to an episode and I heard you say something and it was a dangling participle and um, I just wanted to let you know that I caught it, so uh, you're on notice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell you which episode because I'm kind of a dick, so I hope this makes you semi-self-conscious, but I know it won't, but just so you know, I'm paying attention, I'm listening, I'm thinking. I was like, holy shit, that was a confusing sentence, but I knew what you were saying. Oh. I uh, love everything. Uh,
0: fuck Nazi. Yeah. Oh, you still understood what I was saying then, huh, shithead? <laughs> uh, you know what it was? I was probably reading one of those poorly written news articles I bring in every week. Mm. They have typos in them. They're grammatically incorrect. I don't know how the fuck you're a published journalist if you don't know that punctuation goes inside quotation marks.
2: And are you using those as your reliable sources? Those ones mm-hmm. that are...
0: So- mm. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here's a here's a reliable source that says that guy... Douchebag douche bag of, oh, douche of the week. <laughs>
5: right.
0: That's three. That's the third douchebag of the week so far. Yeah. All right. Seven. Literally three for three. Three for three. Here's <laughs> right. a here's a call about the very bit you just heard. Listen to this. Oh my God.
5: Hey Maddox, thought you might be interested in this. Uh, the Bob and Tom show are doing a segment called uh, "Biggest Tool of the Week." Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it?
3: Oh. Yeah. Biggest douchebag of the week. Did you say Bob and Tom? Is that like a morning show somewhere?
0: Yeah, the Bob and Tom show. Interesting. That does sound familiar. It does sound like that. You know what? (laughs) 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 Bob and Tom are the douchebags of the week. Who the fuck's Bob and Tom? Who are they? Bob and Tom are like the classic morning zoo radio show hosts. Mm. And I thought when when I was in Utah, they started syndicating Bob and Tom. And I heard them. I'm like, oh, it's a cool new uh, morning show. The Bob and Tom show. And they're known for... Just this constant laughter. And it, they laugh at everything the exact same way and for the exact same length. And I thought, oh, cool, they're, they're our local guys, and they're not. They're just syndicated out of, I don't know, like Wisconsin or something like that. But the Bob and Tom show, huh? Interesting Bob and Tom. Wow, Interesting yeah. little bit you got there. Steve, yeah.
2: Just laughers, too. Yeah. You don't like that they laugh?
0: No. Is that... No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't like laughter at all.
2: Maddox doesn't like happy
0: people. No, it's not. no, he doesn't.
2: Okay, I just haven't
0: noticed that because I can't relate. <laughs> uh, here's a uh, here's another call. Okay, Caitlin, I want your opinion. All right, I want you to weigh in on this after after this call. I have um I have a couple of voicemails about uh, kite flying. Okay, I want to hear what you think of this. Okay, all right. Here's uh, here's this guy. He doubted me because I talked about how people got killed by flying kites in India, and he said he'd doubt it. Listen, to this.
5: Well, Maddox. Nice. You are know, like kite flying, but you're not willing to decapitate for your kids to just get laid, then, you know how hard it is to decapitate a human? Like, if you wrapped a glass around a kite string, it couldn't decapitate a human, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a spider shit you have to do to, to make the head come off. So, you're silly. You're you're a silly boy, Maddox. That's kind of cute And kite flies for fags
4: Okay, never mind Never mind <laughs>
0: <laughs> douchebag of the week. Breaking so episode. far. Yeah, every caller and Bob and Tom are douchebags of the week well, so far. Well, that last
3: caller wasn't douchebag of the week, was he? He just told you about Bob and Tom. Yeah. Or is he he's a douchebag too? No, he's a he's a douchebag too. No, for, for oh, no kind me. of douchebag listens to Bob and Tom.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. true. Good. You know what though? He's uh, he's just doing uh, recon for me. But yeah. I, Bob and Tom are douchebags of the week. The first time the hosts of another radio show are douchebag of the week. Uh, so, yeah, so far, every caller and Bob and Tom. Okay. and But you know what? To that caller, I have the actual news clip. And this is so gruesome. I found, you know Tomo News? Have you guys heard of Tomo News? No. They do those, they're like that weird Taiwanese company that animates news stories. And it's in 3D. It's like poorly done 3D. Oh, um, okay. Which I know nothing about. Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> but they do animate some news stories. They covered this news story about people getting killed. By kite flying in India. They
2: animated the decapitation. They
0: animated it. And it's so much more gruesome than I thought. Because they show. They intersperse it with some slightly censored pictures of (sighs) people's throats cut. And uh, I I won't even link to this on the website. If you want to look it up. Look up on YouTube. uh, Tomo News kite flying deaths. But listen to this. I brought a clip in. Listen to this. India's
1: Independence Day celebrations were marred by tragedy after three people were killed by kite strings in separate incidents. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Glass-coated kite strings are commonplace in India, used mostly in kite fighting to cut down rival kites. Unfortunately, the strings have been found to cut more than just kites and are often found dangerously left hanging on trees and telephone poles. It was one such hanging string that slit the throat of a three-year-old girl on Monday as she rode in her parents' car with her head out of the sunroof. It was the same for a little boy who had been enjoying the breeze when a kite string abruptly ended his life. The final gruesome death that day was that of a 22-year-old man whose throat was slashed by a sharp string while he was riding his motorbike. Uh. The deadly strings are an import from China, though banned in some Indian states. The product is still available in stores. Mm -hmm.
2: Why? I think
4: that
1: confirms they're the most badass toy.
0: Yeah. And date. (laughs) assistant. Also, yeah. why are
2: so many people letting their babies hang their heads out of a moving <laughs> vehicle? I
0: guess it's a thing. I mean, dog lovers do that with their mm-hmm. dogs. Hey, yeah. stick your head out the window. Yeah. In India, you're getting your dog decapitated.
2: Oh my God, that's terrible. India?
0: Dog capitated. Don't they said they- the
2: strings were covered in glass.
0: Oh, they're, they're actually really thin. They look like kite string but they roll them up in broken glass Ah. and so they yeah it's like a mixture of glue and string and broken glass so that they become basically like like razor wire
4: oh and so they
0: do kite flying and then sometimes if the kites escape the uh the kite will fly across somewhere and then get tangled in a phone line or a tree and then these strings will just be hanging and dangling and people will run into them so yeah three people got killed ban it yeah this peaceful pastime not so peaceful is it it's pretty badass Mm -hmm. Right, Mikey? Yeah, Mikey's not. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Caitlin, as a woman, I want to get your opinion on this. Because I think kite flying, there's no quicker shortcut to getting those panties to drop than kite flying. Listen to this caller, (laughs) all right? Listen to this guy. Maddox, I just want to
5: revisit the whole conversation of how chicks dig kite. I got to thinking about that. And in the past, I've taken three girls on dates. Where we went to a Walmart or Target and bought ourselves shitty kites mm-hmm. and went out and flew kites in a park. Every single time, those girls have got themselves a one-way ticket to Poundtown after flying kites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. They dig it.
3: But it works. Yeah. Fuck so... you, Rucka. <laughs> What? I was, I was sticking up for you. you. You fucking cocky motherfucker. Gets laid twice in his life and calls in here to brag about it. Three times. Oh, who would have known that girls that hang around Target are easy to fuck? Yeah.
2: I just think that anyone that says the phrase one-way ticket to Poundtown is a virgin. He's
0: a virgin. Why? It's you not think he's real. a virgin?
2: It's not real. Caitlin.
0: It's not real. How dare That's you? you a lie. You don't think that kite flying gets you laid?
2: I don't. You not know what? Guy. I don't have experience with it i don't know
3: oh you know it sounds like caitlin is a virgin yeah so <laughs> true it's true, but, it's true. She's, <laughs> a, she's a classy gal you can't just take her uh to target and get her <laughs> some shitty kite. walmart walmart, From though. walmart. then yeah. the
2: panties are dropping yeah walmart guys sure. i didn't
0: say i didn't say buy a shitty kite okay mm-hmm. you're still dating a girl a lady mm-hmm.
3: presumably right. she wants like a fucking day pass at the bumper car park okay she's not a fucking easy lay
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I tr- trust me. The type of girls who want the day pass at the bumper car park.
3: You don't, oh. want, you don't <laughs> yeah. want.
0: You don't want. You, know you do No. <laughs> you get yourself some chili fries. <laughs> oh you get, you got that. That's all it takes for that one. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, Mikey. Oh, no. Mikey, oh my god. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, we should get to the debate this week because this is a big one. It's a big mm-hmm. one. Now, this is uh, this is what I know about Caitlin. She likes to go to music festivals. Is say that right? Me too, yeah, Yeah, too. okay, mm-hmm. good. Then we're going to talk about this. Uh, but before I go on, I do want to mention a lot of people are still not sure about how to leave voicemail. The number is on the website, madcastmedia.com. It's on the bottom of every page, every episode. You can call in, leave voicemail. If you haven't before, we'd like to hear from you. Or maybe not, considering that almost every call this week was douchebag of the week. And Bob and Tom. Uh, but anyway, moving on to the debate. We've got some quick news headlines at the end of the show, as always. But joining me again is my first-hand-on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. And Caitlin, let's hear yours. There it is. And Mikey Bolts, here's his. Wrong! There it is. <laughs> like if that. anyone chimes in with a buzzer, that means that I said something they disagreed with or someone else did. And here's mine. There it is. The classic. Yeah. So moving on to the debate. There are countless music festivals every year, and every year, they seem to get more and more obnoxious. Everyone's Facebook and Instagram feeds turn into a nonstop billboard for what you're wearing, eating, drinking, and listening to at these fucking festivals. But people seem to love them because they keep happening. So the debate this week is, are music festivals stupid pieces of shit that are a huge (laughs) waste of time? Now's your chance to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. Caitlin, we'll start with you as our guest this week. Do you think that music festivals are huge pieces of shit that are a huge waste of time?
2: You know what? I see the pros and cons on both sides of the argument. Yeah, that's what the show's about. I'll start there. But I really don't think that they are. So So you think
0: they're not huge pieces of shit? I think that they're
2: not huge pieces of shit that are a waste of time.
0: Waste of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me how a music festival is not a waste of time. Okay, so...
2: um. All right, so starting with I have my my you bullet notes. notes. I brought notes. I did research. I'm not going to come unprepared. Wow. I have reliable sources. Fantastic. <laughs> it's Cornell style. Yeah, <laughs> I'm she, totally ready. She really am,
3: did. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally used to the uh, the note style. Cori yeah, yeah note Cornell. Style. It's the way I go. You mean Chris Cornell?
2: Yes, exactly. I don't exactly know. Right. I don't
3: know why how that makes sense, <laughs> but it yeah. does. So uh, my Mikey, Mikey's really
0: impressed with your note taking. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Impressive okay, cool. notes.
2: Mikey and I are getting closer and closer to dating. Yep. You mm-hmm. guys have started this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
0: bumper car park
2: through <laughs> I right. Or Walmart. Either
0: way. Yeah. <laughs> So, sorry okay. to interrupt. Go on, yes.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, so, my own experience, I've been going, I started going to music festivals. It started with Warp Tour when I was like 12 or 13, which, you know, means I've been going for two years. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I did, a, yeah, I'm, I'm 14. I've been going for about 10 years to music festivals mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. So, the research I did points that people are more happy when they spend their money on experiences over things. Right. Right. Yeah, right. You, you agree with that? Well, do you
0: have a source for that? I
2: sure do. Fuck,
0: yeah. <laughs> she's right.
2: Dr. Ryan Hal, he's a professor at psych in psychology at SFSU, and he did an interview with NPR, and he conducted a study where he recruited two hundred diverse people ages twenty to fifty, and asked them to answer questions regarding how they spend their money and how it affects their happiness. Holy
0: shit, she's actually correct. I have read that study, uh-huh. and she did bring her homework in. I she did sure her research. Did. You sound like a, you sound like me.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe all right okay so uh, they say that uh, basically it said that people got more value with spending money on their experiences over things because it increased their sense of vitality their sense of vigor and their sense of connection to the social world which then eliminated the feeling of buyers remorse that you get sometimes when you buy material things yeah. that's right mm-hmm. right
0: that's actually correct. That is a real study. I will vouch for that.
2: So my second thing is that money doesn't make people happier. Right. So Andrew Oswald is an economist and professor. He wrote an article with Forbes, and he stated that simply holding on to money doesn't bring you any happiness. That's true. Yeah. So you are, just have are, it in your bank account.
0: Caitlin, I wasn't expecting a real argument here.
3: <laughs> well, h- hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> so... If you don't spend your money, you're not happy? Well, So you so the the argument for festivals is that people spend money to get in?
2: Well, it, you're spending money on an experience that yeah. will then bring you happiness. And I'll go into that a little bit later yeah. as to why, Yeah, like the psychology behind it. Sure. But right now is that if you just have money and you're just holding on to it, you're not doing anything to spend. You're not spending it on experiences, maybe even, for example, going out to dinner or anything, a concert, anything like that. So money makes you happy when you're spending it on things that are beneficial to your happiness. Right,
0: experiences. And I will add to that that uh, the study further elaborated that uh, if you spend that money on material goods right. on flashy cars, furniture, clothes, that sort of thing. It's not necessarily going to make you happier. In fact, most often it has no correlation to happiness at all. The, the more expensive items and luxury goods that you have, it is all about the experiences.
2: Yeah. Or even that the study that Ryan Howell conducted was that even if it does bring you happiness, it's fleeting. Right. The material goods yeah. do. Momentarily. Because, yeah. Okay. So the next thing that I'm talking about is engagement with others. Okay. Well, <laughs> hold,
0: hold on. Hold on, Caitlin. You're just steamrolling <laughs> ahead with your avalanche of arguments and statistics. Here Which are all sound And good mm-hmm. But I, I have I have a little bit of an Argument from the other side Sure Alright mm-hmm. Music festivals are stupid Pieces of shit okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're a huge waste of time Um Look How many fucking Music festivals do you need Alright We got Coachella You've got Electric Daisy Carnival Festival You've got Firefly The Governor's Ball Lollapalooza South by Southwest It never fucking ends Burning Man The CMA Festival Summerfest Bonnaroo They never fucking end And here's the thing About festivals Music festivals They're magnets For the worst types of people Right You got burners Groupies And terrorists The three biggest groups Of people who go to Music festivals Really
2: Why terrorists Where did you get Terrorists from
0: Oh thank you for asking Caitlin Variety.com. Here's a new headline. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock AM Ring, one of the biggest music festivals in Germany, was recently abruptly shut down on Friday evening due to a terror warning. Mm-hmm. Festival organizers said on Facebook that the police told them to interrupt the festival and vacate the premises as an act of precaution. And then you also had the Ariana Grande thing that just happened yeah. in right? Manchester. That right? wasn't a festival. No, oh, it, was it was a not. festival with one
3: headliner. Oh, big That's deal. That's just
2: a concert, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that just a concert? Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know what? We'll, we'll put that to the debate. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a to a debate. Concerts are, you go, you park there, there's parking, uh, you go in, you watch music, you go home, you sleep, you go to sleep. You don't fucking there's camp out in a truck someone. with a bunch of uh, herpy-ridden hippies.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like uh, Burning Man and Bonnaroo and all these other, Lollapalooza, Coachella. Now, here's the thing. Live music sucks, all right? Can we agree on that? Yeah, no. that's a good point. No. What? Hold on. Wait, also, wait wait
2: wait, 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 wait.
0: Okay. What
2: I would argue that there's so many festivals because they're all in different locations. If you were saying that there was all of those festivals in one location, because yes. they're in all different locations, it gives more people an opportunity to go to them. For example, I would not be going to Bonnaroo because it's far away. But is Coachella, that Australia?
0: Is that in Australia? It sounds like Australia.
2: Um, no, I no, think that's idiot. in Chicago or
0: something. <laughs> then where is it? <laughs> Where is it, Bozo? No, not not. No, m-
2: you fuck fucking It's in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Is it really? No. <laughs> no Maybe. one knows where Bonnaroo is. It is,
2: is. But the festival? Point is yeah, it is doesn't that stop. I would not be going to that because it's far away from me.
3: And because no one knows where the fuck it is. And no
2: one it's a mystery festival. Oh. So yeah.
3: music festivals are
0: for underachievers. Yeah. So people the music has a festival has to come to you. You don't go to the music festival. <laughs> not me. I go to my entertainment. All right, I, I travel places I get up off my ass and I do that's the difference between us and millennials okay. All right? the Pepsi
3: generation that has nothing to do with if uh, festivals are good or not
2: also have you ever been to a music festival Maddox have you ever been to one
0: True. yeah I've been to one uh, you know there's a band that was there's a couple Liar. bands that were playing there was Liar. an opener Liar. Wow. Liar. <laughs> okay.
3: So his uh,
2: crowdability is really yeah,
3: you, you now, now concerts have become festivals in no, your mind no look I went to in Salt Lake City they have these fucking festivals in the
0: park and it's just a bunch of bullshit Shit bands and they're mostly jam bands and then like a couple of jazz bands which are okay but it's usually not the demo it's not super cool
2: what's a jam band
0: a jam band a like jam fish band. oh okay, yeah okay. fish and uh, what's his name da- dave matthews band sure where okay. they just they play the song and then they play like 20 minutes of bullshit and then the tail end of the song so
2: you went to an old person festival
0: no it wasn't <laughs> i would say you know there were old wow. people there
3: i don't know how they a got people there everywhere, a Max. gathering it's of okay. elders
2: in the park is yeah. what you went
0: to <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, was this like one day at the park, or was this no. a bunch of people traveling to this thing that lasts three days? Yeah, it
0: was like a three-day festival. You mm-hmm. know, and there's, uh, what's it? What's the Aussie one? Uh, Oz Ozfest. Ozfest. You went to uh, this festival? I've driven past it. I heard, oh. my re- windows were down. I heard it. You've Just,
2: never
3: been to a festival.
0: I've been to fucking festivals.
2: Just a note to everyone listening, Maddox's is- ethos is diminished and his Wrong. credibility is gone.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now Caitlin, <laughs> you brought up a warp tour. Would you call that a festival cuz that lasts one day and it's like fast moving and like it's, that
2: one's a you know, a, Have you ever been to that one? I yeah. feel like you would have. It's a it's a traveling one. It was probably the first one I did. I think I would call so it you a you call festival. it a festival cuz now think so. now
3: like I'm on board with that. Okay. You don't have to camp out. You don't have to hang around with a bunch of homeless Armenians yeah, like you're I'm, fucking you know? it's, it's like Warp Tour is cool. I mean the the music sucks these days. Like I wouldn't go probably. I wouldn't like what they're what the kids are listening to. Yeah. But the concept is so cool. It's like heavily commercialized. They are destroying punk at every possibility. They are, everything is sponsored by Monster <laughs> and Red Bull and fucking Yeg- Yeager and, and fucking like, uh, uh everyone's just the, the one band finishes playing, the next one starts playing. Like, they're setting up as uh-huh. the other one is playing and there's a bunch of different shit going on. Pop a punk pop and fucking, uh, bringing in metal and then there's a rapper. They're just fucking destroying punk and making it fun.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, that sounds confusing. All that right, sounds anyway. confusing. That sounds annoying. and that sounds like it would it would uh, it would um, disorient you. Mm-hmm. what yeah. who
3: wants that? But anyway, I don't really consider it a festival. like yeah. a fucking sitting out in the in the fucking uh, concert for three days, mm-hmm. you know, camping out. That's a mm-hmm. festival, right? Yeah. Well, who wants a moving festival?
0: Well, here here are things that move. okay. here are the, here's other th- moving things. pneumonia, walking pneumonia elephants and festivals you don't want any of those things
2: cars fucking (laughs) uh uh cars yeah no thanks
0: (laughs) give me a bike any day all right what were you gonna say caitlin you had you had an argument against the festival thing
2: against the for for
0: i'm sorry for you're arguing for for the festival thing
2: for with the engagement with the others is that what i was gonna talk about next
0: wait do you really think that Live music is any good? It's distorted as shit.
2: Oh, I do. I think it is if it's done well.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then and then it gives every fucking jerk off band an excuse to do that thing I fucking hate, where they stop the song and then point the mic to the crowd. Oh, it's like, hey shithead, I didn't come to hear me talk and sing. <laughs> I came to hear you sing. Well, this it, is the best part of the song, and now I have to fucking hear all the dipshits around me who are out of key singing if,
3: this. If you actually listened to music in your spare time, other than space music, you would fucking <laughs> uh, know the words, and you would want to sing along because it's like it's oh, it's uh Ooh, it's exciting.
2: I have something for that also.
3: Group karaoke, group that's what that singing.
2: is. Group, group singing, group singing. Yeah. Sucks. that is my point. Mm-hmm. Group singing. So time has an article. Yeah. Group singing is scientifically proven to lower stress, relieve anxiety and elevate endorphins oh. so when you're singing with others in a group it is supposed to be a stress rel- reliever
0: no no it's not you know what's a stress reliever fidget spinners and <laughs> and masturbation mikey's got a fidget spinner yeah, right yeah. now <laughs> mikey's playing with oh, my fidget shit. spinner <laughs> swag master general how are we doing swag master chief yeah. okay which yeah. one
2: is masturbating who's masturbating <laughs>
0: oh we're all Anyone? masturbating okay, right now good sounds good yeah well, uh, okay mikey do you agree with anything a single a single thing that caitlin has said about anything today
1: Yes, I agree with both of you. Oh, both of us. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think
1: I-, I think some music as the guy who hasn't been to a I've been to a few concerts, but the only one I really remember I saw Smash Mouth live when I was a wee Smash Mouth oh. when I was a little wee <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah that was when they were
3: first getting big right that was yeah. the oh. only time they were big yeah. that's, that's when they, so they first was got there,
1: big the 18s from, it... uh the
3: from ABBA's uh, yeah, their yeah 18s yo 18s. dude yeah I seen them all it was 18s was two girls and two guys and the guys do literally nothing yep they just stand there while the two girls sing is that how ABBA was set up too was it might the, have been did the guys sing or did they just stand there
1: Dan Dancing Queen isn't uh, sung by a man, yeah, so it say, like yeah. it sounds like just girls
3: singing. Huh? Yeah. That shit was crazy. And the guys just huh. stand
2: by them? They just, yeah. they,
3: they kind we're of dancing. mouth along, or like, yeah, they're choreographed. Oh, good stuff. Doing it all. Wow, like sounds like a real experience. So, uh-huh. And
1: then and then from the other side, I, I can also see how music festivals, you know, can suck. Dog shit. You know, there's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Now,
3: uh, <laughs> we're not even, there's not even a clear definition of festival versus concert. Like, there's True. This is yeah, just kind of what's, like, what's the difference? So, it's all the same shit.
2: So I did drop the ball there because I, I did not get the definition of festival versus concert. Well, but uh-huh. I would say... We
3: can matters. agree, we can agree on it here for the purposes sure. of a debate.
2: Okay, so I would say that a festival is many bands maybe spanning many days. And a concert is one main band with a headliner one day. That's what I would call Yeah, it. but
0: who determines who the headliner is? Like Slayer... What are you talking of, about? Sl- Slayer, like five, six years ago, went on tour with... I think it was uh, Lamb of God and Mastodon and like Megadeth I don't know, it was like a super metal tour. They were all headliners, so would, would that be a festival or would that be just a concert? That's did, confusing, yeah, yeah. did it's very they have
2: confusing. I'm sorry, was it more than one day or was it just
0: no they you know they played one day at a, at a different event, but i mean we I think everybody would agree that warp Tour is a festival, right? You, you yeah, mean? so I think
1: <laughs> that it comes down to what the fans are doing. After the thing or during the thing, if they're planning on going home, yeah. then I think it's a concert. But yeah. if they're finding a way to stay as close to this stage yeah. going into tomorrow as possible, then it turns into a festival.
0: Oh, wonderful. So everyone becomes temporarily homeless at festivals. Yeah. That's what they are. They're they're moving homeless tents. Mm. That's what fest- and you know what? The other jerk off thing I hate that bands do during festivals mm. is they play acoustic sets. I fucking hate that shit. One of the last performances of Nirvana was some bullshit ass
3: MTV what? Unplugged. That acoustic. was a fucking
5: cl-
3: acclaimed classic reco- album. Concert. It's only because he died shortly after. No, I was it's like, not. Oh, it was a fucking. Oh. It was. It was a cool fucking show, man. You don't even listen to music. I listen to music. <laughs> when did you get to decide what's good and what's not? <laughs> I, and that wasn't a festival. It was an acoustic event. MTV did a series. MTV yeah, but Unplugged. But They always
0: do that shit at these uh, at, at concerts and music festivals. That's why I'm saying like live music sucks because you do, you can't hear them in their natural I like to hear it produced you know what sounds really good this podcast why don't music festivals sound as good as this podcast
2: I think that you haven't been to enough music festivals to to know how good they can sound Mm -hmm. because I, I I have not had a bad experience with the sound in a long time with a festival
3: Depends on the, the venue and the engineer and all that, like the, the acoustics of the actual place. Like we, we went to the Hollywood Palladium and I could hear every fucking note of every fucking instrument. It was a fucking uh, religious experience uh-huh. as opposed to many other concerts where it's just all, like all you can hear is the bass and the fucking uh, yeah. screaming over oh, everything. And not even, sometimes not even that. And you know, maybe because the best and brightest among us, AKA the engineers of our society, AKA uh-huh. you, are sitting at home uh, shit posting on the internet conducting in hate speech with your fans <laughs> instead of going out and pursuing a career in audio engineering and changing the world for the better to make our festivals a better experience well
0: you you think that the audio fidelity is so good you can hear every instrument well all I can hear after the festival is tinnitus it sucks that's that ringing in your ear and guess what that is permanent deafness dipshits oh enjoy your fuck ass concert because you're not going to hear shit in your
3: 50s <laughs> What? So you don't like concerts that has nothing to do with our festivals overrated. Same thing. Also, a concert is
0: just a bunch uh, I'm sorry, a festival's a bunch of concerts. So why isn't
3: the debate are concerts overrated?
0: Because <laughs> it's festivals, especially festivals, okay. cuz they last multiple days and then you get the hippies.
2: Also I think that sounds like another old person problem.
0: It's not. I think
2: it does. Yeah. I think it does. Really? Are you sure you Coachella, know what it sounds like? Coachella just gave in their last <laughs> box that they sent home they or actually the last couple of boxes they send you with ear with
0: ear stoppers great i wish they were they would stop a hundred percent of the sound and i can just stay home or stay in my car where it's air conditioned and i can just listen to the music at the volume that's comfortable not unpleasant that would be nice
2: so far i think maddox just isn't like happy people and noise (laughs) (laughs) but don't worry guys
0: he's in touch with the millennials that's the generation he most relates to with with millennials yeah i don't know i do hundred percent of yeah. millennials say they identify with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do think that's that fake news. People, no, that's not fake news.
1: Fake news.
0: Trump, get out of here! What are you doing? Goodbye. I'm done. Get back on your stool. Eat those skittles. Give me those skittles. <laughs> it's too hot at festivals. That's the other problem. All right, if it's during the day and it's outside, you get sunburned. Mm-hmm. That fucking sucks. Especially if you're bald. Mm-hmm. And if the venue is enclosed, it's like you're in a sauna made of armpits. <laughs> it sucks. Everything stinks. Everything's too hot, you can't get any water. The basic necessities of life are, char- are way too expensive at concerts and festivals. It costs something like upwards of six dollars for a bullshit ass bottle of Arrowhead.
2: There are many things in which you can do to get free waters and also fill up your little water tank. So, for example, at a couple of festivals, if you collect a number of water bottles on the ground, you can turn them in and get a free water bottle. Ooh. Oh
0: great! Then yeah. you gotta become a you're a literally a homeless person <laughs> collecting <laughs> bottles. Like that's all that's all festivals are. It's training grounds for homelessness. Oh. Wow, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I figured it out. I figured mm-hmm. it out mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. done it Everybody The bathrooms look like A crime scene Made out of diarrhea yeah. <laughs> Everyone turns into animals At these fucking festivals They lose all sense Of civilization They don't know how To shit anywhere They just uh, Just shit on the fucking walls They got handprints And their shit's like Dude Why did you do that Why did you wipe your ass With your hand And then pour, and Wipe it all over the walls Everything looks like shit like, Everything's wet In the bathroom Like It's a festival Get over it <laughs> Slipping a pile of cum in the bath. The, the whole thing everything's <laughs> gross. The stalls are disgusting. Can you deny you can, the stalls in my place are a lot cleaner? Come over to my place and listen to music. Yeah. I don't
2: know how much cleaner. A lot, you guys come over and see. That's a lot of stalls.
0: It's disappointing. Here's the other thing, right? It's so disappointing seeing other fans of the music you like.
1: Why is yeah. that? Isn't it? Mikey it is
0: mm-hmm. in a really? weird way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because You want to think the best of yourself (laughs) and the fans of the music you like. You think, oh, this is something that I really enjoy. It's very visceral. Mm-hmm. I identify with it on a very cerebral level. Mm-hmm. I wonder who else? What other people in society <laughs> yeah. identify with this
3: music? Mm-hmm. Oh, dipshits, it turns out. <laughs> dipshits. To be fair, if I saw you at a c- concert <laughs> or something that I like, I would look at you and be like, wow, this guy looks like a scumbag.
0: <laughs> Fuck I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you I'm don't look out. like
3: someone I could ever hang with. If I saw Mikey at a concert or festival, I'd be like, hell yeah, people with swagger get, get what it's all about. I have swagger. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm wearing a shirt with my Face on it right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's as much swag as it gets. I wouldn't even know that was you because he's smiling.
2: You're wearing a face, a shirt with your face on it, with your face, with faces of you
1: behind yourself. And he has contacts with his face on the contacts. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh-huh.
3: remember when uh, some guy on YouTube wrote you like, "Why don't you ever smile?" And you responded with, "Oh well, there's this picture and this picture and this picture and I don't know the fucking logo of my entire brand." Yeah, I smile all the time. I'm the one of the
0: smiliest guys I know. You are. Okay. Well, actually, uh, Caitlin, I've been I've been going on for a while now. I feel like I've I've totally demolished your argument. Oh. What do you What do you got? What do you You have with, another argument with there with your
2: avalanche? Okay, so mm-hmm. I know that you're probably. Probably going to talk about overcrowding if you haven't already. I don't know. I blacked out for a little bit Mm -hmm. there. There was a lot. Yeah. Uh, So overcrowding forces engagement. And studies have shown that you engage more in a festival than you do in normal life or even at a concert. So if we're going over the concert and festival debate, you connect, you're like forced to connect with people, right?
0: Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. what, that's how I like my engagement. Forced.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Martin Siegelman, a psychologist who says that engagement with others is the key to happiness, so you have a, a happier life when you're engaging with others mm. more than you would in everyday life at a okay. festival or even a concert.
0: All right. Well, how about an arcade? Why don't you just go do an arcade? You well, can. yeah, you I guess- can, and I you do
2: yeah 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 so so more more on that though
0: yeah more on arcades or more? i don't
2: think that you would connect this at an arcade the same way that so the study yeah, said that right. you would connect with people more at a concert because you're in a fun loving mood mm-hmm. than you would at an everyday mm-hmm. life yeah. Yeah. so that kind of <laughs> takes away what, what you just said
0: yeah. the first concert i ever went to was slayer no one was in a fun loving mood
2: hey i said <laughs> festival not concert
0: okay mm-hmm. it, it was yeah. a it was a slayer festival
3: it was a daisy slayer festival <laughs> The argument you're making applies to concerts too. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, it's so the study said that in festivals, you're forced more to engage even more than concerts.
3: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically because in intercourse, often. No, often. No, no one gets like, no. No, nobody oh, gets Oh, I've seen lame. people
2: have sex at festivals before. Yeah, they just but
3: they're, don't go like to the
0: sure.
1: bathrooms. There's shit everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's
0: gross. Time. And then what are you going to do with, you know, they just take their nasty used condoms. They flop it on the ground
2: somewhere or they just don't use it I don't know but Mm. that's (laughs) besides the point
3: (laughs) by the end of it all whether it's a concert or a festival by the end you forget about what's wrong with everyone around you and you feel a certain kinship with them speak
0: for yourself
2: and you're also just so drunk (laughs) Well, there is that. There is that. So in my own personal experience, I have met people from all over the world at festivals Mm -hmm. and uh, who I remained in contact with. And actually, I don't know if you're going to go into this later or not, so I'll touch on it. I met a group of people at a festival a couple years ago. Uh, They were all from Iceland. And I stayed in contact with them over the next year. And then I actually ended up visiting Iceland the next year.
0: You went to Iceland? They were Icelandic?
2: They were Icelandic. And I went and I visited and I stayed with them. And they showed me around all of Iceland. So I feel like I would have never, I don't think, talked to them in a regular setting. Yeah.
0: Huh. And when you went think... to Iceland and you visited your friends, mm-hmm. um, did you have to pick up bottles for a few hours <laughs> to get a cup of water? Mm-hmm. Did you have to do that, Caitlin? Or no. Or was it normal?
2: I did not. But I actually also went to a festival there, too. <laughs> so, to... so I really did. I really this
0: did. Is, there's, this is uh, diminished returns. <laughs> you don't. You can't say you gained something from a festival and then you went to another festival, which only takes that's the problem with music festivals.
2: Only takes. Yeah,
0: they only take. They don't enrich. They take. Oh, that
2: is That's not true.
4: That's what they true.
0: do. Mm-hmm. That, what, Mikey? Mikey's shaking his head. No, I think you're being a little
1: unfair about all this, Max. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: You think so,
4: Mikey? Yeah, I
1: think you're being rough on festivals.
2: Manics. I know, and yeah. also you did not take into account my other arguments prior.
0: Which uh, the happiness, the happiness thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm 100 percent on board. Uh-huh. You get happiness from experiences mm-hmm. and engagement with others mm-hmm. and sharing and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? All of those things can be done more efficiently in a non-concert venue. Like, for example, you go to a coffee shop, right? You sit down. There's people around. You're talking. You're chatting. You're having a good time. That's a real good time. That's that's living life to the fullest, what I think. Are the...
2: I have not talked to nearly as many people at a coffee shop than I have at a festival. True.
0: You want to feel connected, you go to a coffee shop, all right? You sit down at a nice cafe, you order your beverage, and you look around and people are looking around, too. Because they just want to feel connected. You just
3: make uh, yeah. eye contact and you say hello. They're all looking at their phone.
0: No, you're looking at your phone, Rucka, not me. There's I'm not.
2: no way that I talk to as many people at a coffee shop than I have at a festival. There's no way I don't talk to anyone at a coffee shop ever. Oh, so-
0: sorry, I don't know what you want me to say. Sorry, you're not more outgoing. Yeah, <laughs> bingo. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: right. Uh, the point is at festivals like the boundaries are lifted. Like, mm. b- like you forget about the social anxiety of meeting yeah. people by once you bond on that very basic mm-hmm. cerebral connection mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the love of music, you you lose you lose sight of the fact that these are smelly weirdos that you would never hang out with in real life.
0: There's only, there's like three types of concert goers, okay? You got the fucking weirdo who's way into it You know, way too into it. Mm -hmm. And they're standing near the stage and they're dancing like a fucking hippie and twirling their skirts no matter what kind of music it is. It could be electronic, it could Mm -hmm. be metal. They're always twirling their skirts, and I hate
3: that shit.
2: (laughs) You hate skirt twirling? I hate Uh, it so much. Happy people, moving (laughs) things, elephants, horses, skirt twirling. Squirt, (laughs) Squirt twirling. What's
3: the other two types of people? Okay, the
0: other two types of people, all right, are the. Uh the, the guys like the bros they're always they're always bald and mm. this is the one strike against bald people but they're always bald <laughs> and they're standing there with their arms crossed, not just like scowling at the music at the stage. They're not enjoying it, they're not having a good time, and you're not even sure they're able to hear the concert because you they, they show no signs of life I at all. I think
3: you're you're thinking of the security guards. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's gotta be it. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know
3: what? I identify okay. more with them. So that's the second type of yeah. people there? What's the third? And
0: then the third type are the, the people who are way too into it, and they're singing along, and it's fucking group karaoke. I thought that was the first one. That... No, the first one was the the twirler. The twirler, the twirler, twirler oh. who's at the front of the stage. There's okay. only like two, of the, two or three okay. of those per so concert. the twirlers and the now twirlers, there's the guys singing along. Then the people singing along <laughs> th- and they're so fucking loud I can't even hear the music on stage and even when I do hear the music, when they shut up and take a sip of their water that they had to pick up bottles to get, <laughs> then I hear the music on the stage and it's distorted. Everything is annoying. Everything's frustrating. Uh, festivals are hard to get into and hard to get out of. There's no fucking parking.
1: Hey, I have a question. What? Which member of Slayer um, held the Mic out to the audience for you to sing with him?
0: Oh, zero. None of the none oh. of the members. Oh, okay. That's so right. they're
1: not all like that. They're not. Got it.
0: Okay.
2: I also have a second I just, question. I see your
0: point, Mike. Just Mikey. asking.
3: That's a good point. I yeah. also have a
2: second question. Um, yes. Who hurt you?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one. <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> yeah, he can't deal with a mosh pit. He's afraid. He, gets, he can't deal with happy people down. Down. or people
2: yeah. standing or people singing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He can't deal <laughs> with any of
0: that. You know, I, I would like one of the first concerts I ever went to was uh, Pancho Sanchez. Have you guys heard of him? No, El Congero, Mm-mm. the Conga Master himself. <laughs> oh my
4: gosh, I'm, I'm getting Lubega farther guy. and farther away. I
0: Lube, you, yeah, you, yeah, a little Lube- oh, You know, <laughs> it's in the neighborhood. I'm a mambo guy. Yeah, uh-huh. I went to I went to Poncho Sanchez, and it was a delightful concert. Mm-hmm. Everyone sat down, you know, respectfully, and listened to the music, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was pretty fun. And, but there were a couple of skirt skirt twirlers. They're always there. They're always there. They always get up and they fucking dance in the aisle, no matter no matter what, no matter the fact that no one else is dancing. Why? What is it about you? that needs attention so badly that you have to stand up and then twirl your skirt in the aisle mm. while everyone else is just trying to listen to the music and not have the sound waves blocked by your twirling skirt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, I don't know about sound. that It does not <laughs> People like to have fun I know this is new to you <laughs> yeah. But people Let people enjoy things <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. See, no. he, What's the uh, What's the uh, cliche I, I I once read As somebody's like uh, Quote on their Fucking AOL Instant Messenger profile uh, People that dance Are seen as insane By those that don't Hear the music oh, oh. Gosh that's so annoying that Fucking me- <sighs> cringe bro But it's yeah. true See cringe Same. is true It's <laughs> Like Cliches—they're true, man. Yeah, it makes me want to barf. Yeah.
0: All right, Caitlin, anything else you want to add to this? Because I think I, I just wrecking balled your argument. I feel here.
2: like my last argument it correlates too strong to what you just said. So,
0: <laughs> Let's how hear about,
2: it. How, so dancing and music yeah. is my last one.
0: <laughs> so, Go on.
2: All right, so um, Daniel Tarsi, professor of neurology at Harvard. Yeah. He says that music and dancing affect the brain's reward center. Mm -hmm. So that's why there's so many uh, skirt twirlers, so many people having fun dancing in the aisle. Um, It can affect the brain's health, and it can fight against dementia and Alzheimer's in later years.
0: Dancing? Dancing does all that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like people who have dementia dance. I feel like those are, like, they're gone. Uh Uh-oh. They no longer have any awareness and they're just standing up dancing like fucking fools. Mm.
2: People that f- uh, have dementia, I think, forget how to dance is oh, what is that... it is. I think that's what yeah, it well, is. Yeah, well, they're not
0: good dancers. <laughs> they're just twirling their arms back and forth like wrecking balls. Trying to hit every... It... I, I feel like it's almost like that punk dancing, you know, when when they have... A moshing. R- really... It's not even moshing. It's like the one where they're just like punching in the air and wildly, yeah. you know, every direction. That's what the dancing looks like. Hardcore yeah. dancing? Hardcore dancing. That's what it is, it's Mikey. Yeah. Are you, Mikey, are you a hardcore dancer? I'm not a
1: hardcore dancer, but I was from that era. The yeah. post-hardcore era. Yeah. You escaped. I'm not a millennial myself. I'm a Generation Y, I believe.
0: Generation Y. What year yeah, my father
1: born? was a baby boomer. He was at the coattails of the baby boomer era. Mm-hmm. How huh, old are that's you? very specific. I'm 49.
3: Oh my God, oh, you look yeah. so good. 26. <laughs> oh, you're six years. You're old. a millennial. Yeah, you yeah. are a millennial. It's so, like 1980 till whatever.
0: Yeah, it's oh. into 30s, I think. That's the thing. It, they, they say it starts at 1980, mm-hmm. starts in 1990. Start, mm-hmm. No one Nobody knows when says, the fuck it everyone starts. Everyone
3: knows it starts in 1980. Okay, great. Then I was just outside of it. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: I guess I'm Pepsi generation still. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look, uh, the dancing is bullshit. Uh, I wish I wish people would just go to the concert and like respectfully nod their heads and just listen and not sing along and stand. That would be
2: and fall asleep and Mm. fucking die.
0: That would be great. (laughs) You know, and don't fucking bum rush the stage. No one cares about you. No one cares. And don't shout the next song to play. That's fucking annoying. You think that the the band doesn't have a well-rehearsed set that they're going to play, you dipshits? And of course they have an encore. You don't have to sit there standing around. Oh, are they going to play another song? Uh." Of course they're going to play another song. And by the way, bands, just fucking play it. Stop making us beg for one more fucking song.
3: I'll give you that. Thank you. That's just so predictable. But I think that that's
2: more an argument, more geared towards just like, People in general, and like concerts. festival, festival or concert people.
0: Yeah, the worst, the worst types of people. Again, uh groupies, mm-hmm. burners, and terrorists. The
3: three uh, times. The yeah. fucking encore is a concert thing, not a festival thing.
2: Yeah, that's true. Because festivals on a tight, tight schedule. Oh,
3: yeah. they don't do encores. No,
2: they can't. They just have to get off, get the mm-hmm. next person on. Like how uh, Rocco was oh, saying about yeah. world Tour.
0: So another stuff. strike against music festivals R- because then you concert. get one less song. Hmm? No, you oh, get exactly okay, yeah, right, yeah. you get exactly
2: the right amount of songs, but you just don't get an encore, and then you don't get the people shouting also. Oh, uh,
3: that's true. So except for yeah. the constant shouting all throughout the that's true. The best argument you could have had against festivals is to say that they're not concerts. That concerts are better, but you dislike concerts, so that's. You're, you're confused. Yeah. You know what I do like? Hmm. Our own bonus episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this
0: episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Guys, thank you for the support. Thank you for checking it out. Everyone loves these. We're, we have another one coming out soon. Keep those voicemails coming. If you have any voicemails specifically about the bonus episodes, make sure to mention that. Leave those on the regular line and I'll put those on the bonus episodes. We've got a whole bunch actually for the next one coming up. But anyway, guys, uh, thanks again for supporting the show. Uh, new ones coming out and. I talked to Lord Matthew this weekend, and he's got some very exciting technology coming out. Lord Matthew developed a system uh, a couple of years ago to prank one of his friends where he set up a website where you could type in any message you wanted to, and it would ring his cell phone and leave a voicemail. Uh, it would translate the text to voice and then leave a voicemail on his cell phone. He is setting something like that up for Madcast Media. So all of the hosts on this network, if we want, if we want to opt in on this for a few hours a day, we can have this system set in place where you guys can actually send us voicemails directly to our cell phones. Yeah. You won't know the numbers. It sounds like a terrible idea. It sounds like a mistake, but we're going to experiment with that and see how that goes at some point. Uh, A lot of exciting stuff coming down the pipes. But Rucka, enough
3: about me. Mm -hmm. Do you have a wrap up for us? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I snuck into OzFest. I think it was uh, summer of 2003. (gasps) And I'm not proud of it, you know. You should never sneak in anywhere. But uh, yeah. Anyway, Ozzy, if you'd like a refund, just uh, contact Maddox and, and the show and
0: contact PR. Yeah, PR.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, the fucking fucking Disturbed played and, like they were at the height of their popularity, and their singer is the most like unaware. Like he's so not self aware, like of just how corny he is. Like, at, at, like between songs, he'll he, he, he. I'll never forget his his little lecture. He goes. This is a heavy metal show. Are there any fans here of heavy metal?
0: <laughs> a Bunch of
3: fucking, you know, Michigan hillbillies.
0: Yeah, well, I like heavy, well, I like heavy metal, hold too. Hold on, hold on, hold on.
3: And he goes, now, as I'm looking around at this grassy field, I see a lot of motherfuckers sitting down. Now, if you've ever been to a heavy metal show, you will notice... That there is nobody sitting down at a heavy metal show. (laughs) (laughs) So I will ask you to do me a favor. To do yourselves a favor, to do the name of heavy metal a favor, and stand up on your goddamn fucking feet. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, at that point in time, I decided, uh, fuck Ozfest, fuck festivals, uh, fuck life in general, uh, fuck the year two thousand three, and um, and fuck any future uh, experience I ever have that um, that may bring about this type of feeling. It's a rocker wrap up. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Good job.
0: He that was the pre Kanye West. That would that ha- so Kanye West did that at one of his concerts. He said everybody stand up, everyone get on your feet. Mm. And then there was like a lady in her wheelchair and he stopped the concert, and made a big deal out of it. He's like, "What's her problem? Why can't she stand?" Oh. And he's like and someone after well, the concert the- was like
3: She can't stand, you
0: fucking asshole. That's nice. Yeah, some people are sitting because they can't stand.
3: Oh, and uh, the end of that story is uh, 15 years later, I'm living in L.A., and people here haven't gotten the memo that calling anything heavy metal is fucking retarded, that Guns N' Roses is not not great music, and uh, it's time to fucking move on, Los Angeles. Damn, son, where'd you find this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Very nice wrap-up. Mikey, overall...
0: Are you in favor of music festivals or not?
1: Um, I've never been to a real music... Well, I mean, of course, I saw the 18s in concert, but yeah. that's the closest I've been to a music concert.
0: Yeah, Damn. that's why Mikey's so well-adjusted, and yeah. he doesn't have tinnitus.
1: I honestly need to see more live music. I'm don't. i yeah. I'm, I'm N.A. My, my answer to this question is N.A., It just doesn't
0: count. Not applicable. No. Narcotics Anonymous. Narcotics Anonymous. He did
1: say
2: he needed to see more live music, which may be in favor.
0: Mm. You know, but that's more like from the standpoint of a scientist and an observer Uh who wants to collect data points. You know, that's (laughs) I I identify with Mikey on that level. Okay, I need to see more live music and, sadly, music festivals, just as, (gasps) you know, data points. For my research, that's what it I is. I
1: take that back. Actually, I think I'm gonna say live music all the way.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yes. every time I've seen
1: live music, I'm so happy.
3: Mm-hmm. So.
1: Oh. Yeah. I I make all the points
0: that she's made on her paper. studies. Okay. They're, all, all right. they're all studies. All right. Any other any
3: other buses you guys <laughs> want to throw
0: me under here? Any.
2: All of them.
3: All of them. Tour buses. Yeah. For these shitty live concerts. Oh, and the guy at Ozfest announced, not on stage but off stage, he was like, "If you've got pot." Uh, I can get you on the bus if you've got pot. Fucking, oh, fucking narc. Great. And two of the girls I was there with, uh, two t- fellow high school students, someone told them, like, hey, I can get you backstage, whatever, Me- meet the bands. And they're like, okay, cool. And he was like, yeah, you're going to have to suck some cocks. Yeah. No. These girls were like fucking... Maybe not even sixteen. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Creepy. Way band. to go, Ozzy. Yeah, band members. Creepy as shit. Yeah. That's fair. yeah. And that, awesome. that's for a chance to meet the band. That's not yeah. even saying come blow the band. That's saying you gotta blow somebody to meet somebody to get back, to get a to chance to, me, to blow to somebody. Yeah. The, yeah.
2: Not blow the band, blow somebody you, you, else yeah. Yeah. to get to so the band. So if you're
3: in a band out there and you think it might be fun to have some stranger girls uh blow you, just keep in mind she probably already blew someone ten minutes ago just to come meet you. Yeah, and the security guard.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: The bouncer at the door. Yeah.
0: Anyway, guys, I got some I got some headlines I want to talk about. All right. This is a this is a headline from around the web. I don't know if you've heard about this. Doctors warn women against putting wasp nests in their vaginas. <sighs> oh, have, you, have you heard about this? No. It was a real thing. I Fucking, wish I never did. Yeah, 2017. This is from New York Post. Women are being warned against trying a bizarre new trend that suggests using ground up wasp nests to tighten and rejuvenate their vaginas. Some online retailers have been selling oak galls, which are nests that wasps lay their eggs in before they hatch, and touting them as a natural way of cleaning female genitals. Uh, You know, water being the unnatural way, apparently. Yeah, I guess. They're also being advertised to help heal (laughs) epist... Episiotomy is that how you pronounce it? it?
2: I don't. I don't know. Do I have one of those? I don't know. I don't know what that is this is?
0: a common thing with girls? So they heal episiotomy <laughs> cuts, rejuvenate the uterine wall, and clean out the vagina after childbirth. Wow. Yeah. Really yeah. taking care of that. Mm. Though there are warnings that it can burn when applied. Now a gynecologist named Jen Gunter is <laughs> Gunter is <the> last name. <laughs> Jen Gunter. Is warning women not to get sucked in by the new trend after branding it dangerous. Saying that the practice is using drying agents to tighten the vagina. Guys, if you want to dry out a vagina, all you have to do is wear Birkenstocks. Am I right? Cargo shorts and Birkenstocks. The worst, the worst combination for, I think, men's style. She says, here's a pro tip. If something burns when you apply it to the vagina, it's generally bad for the vagina. Is that true? I don't know.
2: My vagina is burning just think- hearing this. Oh right my gosh,
0: now. <laughs> mine too. <laughs>
2: Here's everybody. Yours too,
0: Mikey. Yeah. yeah so uh, don't
2: put stuff in your. Just don't put foreign objects in your vagina. Everyone. This, so what yeah, they do right.
0: with this is they grind up the wasp nest into a fine powder, and then they mix it with some kind of lotion or something, and then they put it up in your vagina. Why is that? Why are? Why is that a thing? Why? You know, I, I heard douching is bad for your Douching's vagina. Douching's is
2: bad because it's not natural. Just do Kegels, everybody. Kegels, what tighten are those? you. It's an exercise. I'm doing it right now. You guys don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Wait, how do you do it's
2: it? It's like t- everyone's Whoa. Is, is that the thing?
0: Is that the thing where you put like balls up your vagina? You can
2: that... or you could just do it without it. You just tighten for a second and you release. There's a whole mm. it's a way. Look it up. Everyone.
0: No, I, I I mean, I don't know. It's it
2: a... <laughs> I've been doing them this whole time. Yeah. I'm just She has. <laughs>
0: is that is it a hot that thing? Is... I don't know. Is it hot or a all those those It's not hot. Those, Mikey you say no.
2: Those balls You know those ones?
0: Benoit, right? Yeah, the Benoit. You can shove
2: them up there and do the Kegels with, or you can just do without. Just don't don't put Mm. spicy stuff
0: on your vagina. Just don't do it. It's a maintenance thing. It's a maintenance thing, yeah. Oh my God. So much maintenance. Mm. So much maintenance goes into those things. So much into Uh, those things. A lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) Those things. Well, speaking of, I don't know if you guys heard about this headline. Uh, Here's another one. For a few hours, a sculpted dog was urinating on the fearless girl on Wall Street. You guys hear about that? Okay, so first of all, Fearless Girl is a statue that someone put up, a bronze statue standing in defiance of the bull on Wall Street. Uh-huh. So it's like a bronze girl. It says here, this is from NPR. For a few hours Monday, the bitter face-off between a bull and a girl in New York City got a curious four-legged interloper, a tiny pug with one of those legs suggestively raised beside the girl's leg. There was no urine, no cost of caption, but it was clear that the dog's disdain was directed towards the girl. The statue's placement by sculptor Alex Skardega marks an odd but brief digression in a contentious chapter that has been unfolding off Wall Street for months. It was there that the financial district's nearly three-decade-old charging bull confronted a new rival earlier this year, the statue of a defiant girl. The artist behind the bull, Arturio Di Modico, has not appreciated the installation of Fearless Girl, a work designed by Kristen Visbel and commissioned by an international investment firm called State Street Global Advisors. In an interview with the New York Post, he said that Fearless Girl, which recently had its temporary permit renewed by the city through 2018, is corporate nonsense. He said that it has nothing to do with feminism and it is a disrespect to the artist that made the bull, he said. What, what do the, you think of that? What
2: is the bull? So I'm a little lost. Yeah. I, what is the bull
0: supposed to mean? Well, the bull was installed, I think, in the late 80s or mm-hmm. something around that time mm-hmm. as, uh, as a symbol of hope that Wall Street would rebound. Mm-hmm. That Wall Street would be strong. And that's what was uh, symbolic from that point on with a strong market. Uh. And that's why they call it the bull in the bear market, I believe. Because uh. Uh, that's... Or, or I think maybe the bull symbolism well, it came before the statue. But in any event, the bull is supposed to be kind of a, a morale booster for investors mm. on Wall Street. It's kind of a good luck symbol. Is that what you... And then the yeah.
2: girl... So... Did women not like the bull? Is there something is it like masculine and so women didn't like that it was and so they put the girl there? What is what huh. is it?
0: I don't Good question, Caitlin. Because I think that's the question on everyone's mind. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Who is this girl standing in defiance to? Because the bull doesn't represent men. The bull doesn't represent masculinity. The bull represents Wall Street. So is the girl standing in defiance of Wall Street? What kind of message are you sending to girls? That yeah. Wall Street is like a man's only club and she's standing in defiance to the bull? I don't get it.
2: I don't know enough about it, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll get back to you. You All
0: know, right? the thing is, Caitlin, um, if you have to ha- have like a paragraph or a page of explanation for a piece of art installation, <laughs> and we, we both have these exact same questions, because I saw that and I thought the exact same thing. I thought, what is the girl standing in defiance to? Yeah. I don't get it. Nobody gets it. Oh. And so this guy put up this pug. A little statue of a pug peeing on the girl, uh-huh. uh, which was then later removed, I think, a couple hours later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, that happened. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Are you doing any comedy coming up? Or? I,
2: I have some things coming up. I can't say anything about them Ooh, yet.
0: Under wraps.
2: So, yeah. So, if you'd like to know, follow me on Twitter and or Instagram. Same handle. any
0: Caitlin. We will link to that on the website. Don't forget to follow Caitlin. Check out her work. It's yeah. super fun. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. So fun.
0: Thank you to Rucka Rucka Ali, my first hand on staff moderator. Yep. Thank you to Mikey Bolts. Thank you, Maddox. Audio engineer. But most of all, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Listen
5: here, Maddox. I didn't hear a single fucking person mention Steven Seagal during the Best Action Hero debate. Yeah. I would have expected Rucka to Hmm. at least mention him. I had more faith in him than that, but I guess he fucked me over too. (laughs) Who? Fucking Steven Seagal would kick any of those motherfuckers' asses. I'm pretty sure one time he did kick Jackie Chan's ass. (laughs) Regardless... Fucking Sylvester Stallone wouldn't even stand a chance against fucking Steven Seagal. That fucking badass ponytail. Those fucking (laughs) sweet kung fu moves. Not to mention how fucking awesome he is with a gun. How well he can drive. Every fucking facial expression he makes is exactly the same. You don't have to worry about him
0: fucking up a character.
5: Yeah. Best action fucking hero, Steven Seagal. Get it right. It's
0: not. Yeah, buddy. It sounds like you're in love with Steven Seagal. Yeah, Steven Seagal's <laughs> kind of weak. Holy shit. Who calls Kung Fu moves sweet like that? Sounds like you're a little sweet on Steven Seagal. Sick. See, Steven Seagal, first of all, uh, is fat. Um, he is like the fat action hero, I think. He's the fattest action hero. And a huge douchebag in real life. Vice, I think a while back, did this piece on Steven Seagal and some of the crazy shit that he has done and said in his career, one of, the, one of the craziest, one of my favorite personally, because it sounds like something I would do. He said, that, <laughs> uh, he said that his agent walked into his office one time and Steven Seagal, before the agent could even start talking, he just put his finger up and said, wait. And then the agent stood there and waited as Steven Seagal finished reading a, a script and then wiped a tear from his eyes. <gasps> and he goes, oh my gosh, what are you reading? He goes, the most beautiful thing I've ever read. He goes, what is it? He goes, my new script that I wrote.
2: Oh, <laughs> I love him, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: that does sound like something I would do. I love yeah. him, though. Yeah. Um, here's another call. This one, so a couple episodes ago, we talked about the biggest douchebag in the universe. And Rucka mm-hmm. brought in Gandhi as his pick.
2: Right, I listened to that.
0: Yeah, well, here's a caller who is shitting on my defense of Gandhi. Listen to this guy.
5: Man, I don't understand why you're so intent on defending Gandhi. I mean, you're always going like, punch a Nazi. But did you know that during World War II, Gandhi criticized the British for fighting back against the Nazis? And not only this, he wrote a fucking letter to Adolf Hitler asking him politely to stop. And how overblown does your sense of worth have to be if you write a fucking letter to Hitler asking him politely to stop? Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Rucka, um, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, you're okay. Punch of or just
3: in that case, write a Nazi a polite letter. Yeah, just write him a letter. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why didn't, why didn't uh, we just uh, vi- uh, peacefully protest against the against the Nazis?
0: Yeah. Well, well, why didn't we just write a polite letter to Richard Spencer and ask him to stop being a shithead white nationalist? Write him a fucking letter. You See write it, him a letter. I, 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 <laughs> no. Punch a Nazi is the send off. Not yeah. write a, write a Nazi a letter. That's not it. All right. Here's another call. This is from weird Matthew McConaughey. Which, uh, Caitlin is a listener to the show. I'm sure you're familiar with his voice. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: Listen to this. He has his theory on baldness. Dude, the male sugar glider, the animal, they're bald. They have, like, a bald patch
5: on their head. Makes them very distinguishable between the females. Yeah. Plus, they've got tiny little fuzzy balls that, like, but they, like, can pull them out really far. It's uh, very creepy and weird to watch.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Weird Matthew. We got to get him a landline,
0: man. We <laughs> so gotta, he's just
1: calling right into the show. <laughs> we
0: got to get like an ISDN line. Yeah. Like we we got to have like a red president's phone. That's just yeah. Weird Matthew.
2: <laughs> Maddox, do you also have tiny little fuzzy balls? You no. can pull out really far. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> They're huge, and I can pull them out really far. <laughs> oh no! <laughs>
1: ah! Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.